for centuries. We've been warned about little green men. Now, they are coming. They're coming for you. Run. But first, shut your windows. Hide your apples. Prepare for the attack of the android. And now, your host and the human leader of the android underground, Matt Lee. Dun, 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 dun. What's up, everybody? It's Tuesday, October 29th, 2013. This is episode 103 of Attack of the Androids. Every week, Tuesday evening, right here, attackoftheandroids.com slash live. Check it out. Uh, we got Eric with us on Skypes. What's up, Eric? You know, it's a hell of a day, Matt. I can tell. The computer's I, crashing, I can dropping my your, fruit everywhere. I hear it in your voice. I'm just not happy. You sound Make stressed, me man. Dude, it, cockroaches everywhere. <laughs> I saw that picture. You got some bad roaches, man. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, Aunt Pruitt also joining us. What's up, Aunt? What's going on, Mr. Lee? Good to have you. Also back again, Nick Carroll. What's up, Nick? Hey, guys. Glad to be back. Uh, Eric, I, I have to know what, where what's up with the roaches, S.A.? I don't know, man. I'm, I'm walking around the house, and I just I see this roach the size of a puppy just sitting there <laughs> just like waiting chilling. waiting for you to yeah. feed it <laughs> no fear nothing i mean I, I, evolution has obviously not taught this creature anything aside from be disgustingly dirty so it's just yeah it's just sitting there what's up huh so i beat it to death with a, with a, a sledgehammer but it will outlive you that's true you better be nice to that i think that one ain't like outliving your... me they might be your ancestor or something. <laughs> you never know. Uh, we should start out. Uh, we have some some rumors on a date for the smartwatch that Google's making. Uh, Samsung came out with their Galaxy Gear. Not that great. Did that wow any of you guys or any anyone else? What's the Galaxy Gear? It's the thing that it's the watch that you have to own a Note 3 in order to use for some reason. Oh, you mean TouchWiz? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that thing. No, I got I got uh, at work. We're we're testing some routing stuff for uh, doing delivery routes and everything. And uh, this company, RouteStar, they're they're they don't have an Android app yet. It's all in Chrome and everything. But the boss went ahead and got some new tablets, and he ended up going with the Galaxy Tab Three. And I I was just like. <sighs> TouchWiz is so like it's it's such a different experience if you're used to like a Nexus device or even the Moto X now is pretty blur free of course like it's so different and it's there's so much junk you have to turn off because it it has all this extra just gimmick gimmick running you know it's just gimmick yeah. dot service running in the background. Does your boss not realize that you do an Android show? I, he didn't you, really you care at at that point. I mean, good God! It was because AT and T had good deals with the with HSPA service. Hmm. So I don't have to tether anymore on the Wi Fi only. But yeah, I don't know why <sighs> the Galaxy tabs they were cheap. I guess he said it was either yeah. that or iPads. So oh. yeah, I know, right? Whoa. <laughs> That's it. Those are your two choices. Oh, that's that's the average consumer for you. Uh, but yeah, well, Google I mean, yeah, is uh, in talks I don't with think that, what? Yeah, I don't think that the tabs are hard are not. Sorry, I don't think the tabs are bad hardware. It's just the the software on top of it. Yeah, no, it's fast and everything. Exactly. I mean, all we're doing is running Chrome on them. But I mean, just from messing around with it, that there's just a lot of extra junk in there and it doesn't like none of the settings none, none of anything is like the way you you would expect it to look coming from a, a normal android experience yeah well the, like the nexus 10 is basically a tab 2 so yeah. i the hardware is fine it's just it's yeah. all the crap they put into it yeah i like the design like the more recent tab 3 that's come out there's like three different models of 7 8 and 10 inch yeah we got the 7s um, the little yeah they look nice. I mean, if you compare it even to the new Nexus 7, they're the same width, but they're a little bit shorter, so they're really compact. So I, I, I like the looks of it, certainly, and the hardware is pretty decent, but yeah, touch with, not so much. Yeah, but and I mean, I live in, like, the Chrome browser on it in this 
software, so it, it works pretty well. I'll be interested to see what they come out with for an APK once their app is finished. But it makes sense, right? If you want to hit both platforms, you just develop it for a browser and then call it good while you're uh, finishing. But yeah, uh, so what? What? Uh, no, I was no, just—I no, was going to talk yeah, about the Galaxy Gear a little more. Oh, what okay. Do you want to talk about? No, that's fine. No, I—I've seen a lot of advertising for it. Um, they're actually selling it here, though I haven't seen one in the wild. I find it funny that every time somebody sees me with my Pebble Watch, they ask me if it's the Galaxy Gear, <laughs> and I say no. This thing actually serves a purpose, and I can so, use this on other devices, not just the Note Three. Well, that's that is the thing that I just don't I don't understand. I think Samsung has, you know, has over they they think that they have more um, more sw- sway with their brand than I think they do. Um, because as we've seen, like these things sort of ebb and flow. I Samsung's falling out of grace, but and they it doesn't make, really help them. They make other phones besides the Note Three. Like, are they going to open it up for the S fours or even S threes to support something a little older? I thought it was. I thought it was more than just the Note Three. Yeah, yeah. It started out the Note Three and the Note Ten Point One Two Thousand Thirteen Edition. Or right, the two edition. new Notes. Yeah. But they're supposedly going to be rolling out an update that will include the S3 and uh, some of the others, like the Note 2, for example. But one thing I do like about the uh, the uh, new smartwatch is, like, some people have put, like, Nova Launcher or something on it, and they're running, like, Android apps on it. So, like, some girl, the angel, like, the technology nerd, I forget what her, what her name is offhand, but she was showing on her page, you know, like, Mario like running an emulator, running Mario on her smartwatch, stuff like that. But so, and seriously, though, like, game, so. is is that does that have any kind of usefulness other than being like, look what I can do? Like, you're not gonna actually sit on your watch and play Mario right now. There's right no way, no. But that's where it all starts out as. It starts as, hey, look, I can do this, and eventually you get a million apps. I right. Know. I mean, you could pair like a Bluetooth controller or a mat, a new Mad Cat's Bluetooth gaming keyboard or something to it, and then play on your little wrist. I guess. Oh, you got the controller. Is it awesome? Yeah, this is a little thirty-nine dollar controller I bought a few months ago. It's not. It's not one of the more recent ones I've got. But yeah, I was actually playing a, a, an app pick of ours <laughs> on it <laughs> with it. Pretty nice. nice. Now, which controller? Is that the Moga, or what did you get? Moga, yeah. Or this one is actually the Nyko Playpad. It's not not the Moga. But it works just fine. Love it. Nice. So, uh, uh, Google Watch. Can we talk about that now? Or are you? do you have more yeah. words for the Galaxy Gear, Eric? No, I just... I don't understand the camera on it. That's it. Yeah. Just a comment. I there yeah. shouldn't be a camera there. It looks stupid. I don't understand why I would it's be sitting there the holding direction. my you can't my do the arm. Dick Tracy thing. Yeah. Where would you have put the camera, Eric? I wouldn't. I wouldn't have put the camera. <laughs> no. I was gonna say on the no. phone. On the phone where it belongs. It's it's I. I have to wonder how much that increased the price of the watch itself. For something that is so useless. Well, I'm okay if it's like a VGA camera. It's not very big, and it's on top of the screen, and it's like facing you. Because then you can do the whole Tracy Dick Tracy experience. But outside of that, I'm not really interested in it being like this big, big old zit on on the wristband. That that's not very. If you were in a public space and you saw someone like talking to their watch like this, would you just walk over and like peek your head over their shoulder just to see what the hell they were doing? What's yeah, I'd, I'd photobomb their uh, conversation. <laughs> I just I can't oh, wow. see people doing that. I don't I don't know. I'd call the cops because they're obviously terrorists. Then again, we were at we were at this. Uh, it was a, a animal costume contest, and there was this lady there who was taking pictures with a an iPad. But it wasn't just the iPad; it was in this giant leather case with a full keyboard on it, and oh, she was holding man. this thing up. Like this, and it yeah, like yeah. <laughs> it was all open and just dangly, and she was like taking pictures with it. It was the weirdest thing. Yeah, that doesn't look like a terrorist scoping out the place. <laughs> well, she had a llama there or something. I don't know. You know, but what's the difference between that and the 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 what do you call them? Secret Service, I guess. The black suits because they they communicate. talk into their cuff, not yeah. their watch. 
think that's you're different. Still, this still is holding different your arm up to your than face this. And then you gotta touch. You gotta touch your ear, and then like this. Yeah. Okay. Well, so you it's cool if I got the Galaxy You can apparently do that with the Galaxy Gear. Hold it up like that. The speakerphone is actually on the band, on the bottom part of it. So yeah, pretty weird, but okay. Put a black suit on and it's acceptable, right? That's yeah. right. That's right. Sure, totally acceptable. It, that's what you do, Eric, right? Yeah. Oh, I, every day, because that's my job. <laughs> <laughs> he has so much envy for those guys. You watch American Dad, and you're just like, one day that'll be my job. I've I've met I've met some of those guys. No envy. No, most of them are douchey. Yep. <laughs> no. 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 Uh, okay, Google uh, smartwatch. There, this article on VentureBeat. They're saying that Google Now obviously will uh, be the trump card. Uh, it's a feature that's grown immensely useful over the past few years, and it's prominent on, of course, Google Glass and the Moto X. I don't know why they mentioned that one specifically. Uh, they say at this point we can think of Google Now as the true Google homepage of the future, one that delivers information to you automatically, answers your questions, and yes, handles your web searches. And this is kind of another step towards getting the answers we want before we think we want them, right? Google's just going to be like, based on a bunch of different signals, here's what you were about to ask for. It's going to intuit. That's where the money's at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then do you... We saw, like, when we got small mobile devices, not really smartphones and everything, but people were trying to, like, develop their websites for these tiny little screens. And then as the screens got bigger and the browsers got better, you know, people could just kind of design for, for whatever. Now, we're, are we going back to cards? Like, do we need to redesign the site again to fit on a Google Now card? I mean, I know, I'm sure there's APIs for all of that. Well, That's what I think keep... is is so, yeah, more likely is version, uh, some sort of version. JavaScript or something that we put on the site that that and then you have the uh, the hooks all throughout and then it pulls and turns it into a card. Right, it's just I think a that user agent check. Right, it's just a user agent check and then send you to whatever version of. But the key is making the site do that on its own and not having to like have different like it should generate that on the fly. But you know, maybe do the you, card layout do you would work with the, the mobile version of the site? I don't know. Go on, Eric. Do you think that's the point of this watch, though? Like, I, I would think that the the point of this would be more like that of the Pebble, which is it, it pulls from your phone and displays relevant things like text messages and things. Not, I'm going to surf the internet. Right, um, right. It's it's well, definitely in a, the very least, it could be another sensor or something that works with like a mobility sensor or something like that. So, well, and this is going to be an accessory to use with glass with your smartphone. As like Eric was saying, here's your you're wearing. I I don't know if you would have both though. Does this take the place of glass? Do you go one or the other, or is there some sort of bonus to like collecting all three, the trifecta? <laughs> Collect them all, it's like Pokemon. Yeah, right. <laughs> I would hope that you, you go one or the other, because um, they're yeah. both for notifications, right? Glass isn't doing yeah. augmented reality yet, so there's no point um, there. I mean, well, if you're just serving, up, I, I love me some some. Technolust toys and whatnot. Well, yeah. Damn, how many are you going to carry around? But day-to-day use, right? What are you... And, I mean, we've already seen that with a lot of the tech pundits that they they got glass and they were the first ones to get and it just, like, sits there. Unless they have a new baby, like, glass just sits there. They don't use it anymore. They're over it. Everyone's over it. I can't say everyone. Well, everyone that got Um, one of the early developer versions, the Explorers, they're over it. Yeah. Unless Robert, you're Robert Scoble. He's he's probably Robert the only Scoble, one. Robert Scoble, uh, I could see the the writers. You know, those folks getting a little more out of it, um, and also photographers. Um, yeah, I'm gonna plug smartphone photographers because well, yeah. we had a submission last week of, of uh, someone using glass in the community oh, to nice. take a shot. It was pretty damn nice. Are you counting that? Not exactly a smartphone, but hey. Yeah, that'll work. I mean, hell, a tablet isn't either, but we've had people submit tablets. Yeah, good point. Shops. Good point, for sure. We know those auto new auto awesome features that are being announced with you know the the latest updates to to Google Plus. That might even help. You know, if you're using Google Glass, it's not the highest resolution, you know, camera. Or even if you have an older smartwatch, you can use that to kind of help help that out. So. Um, <clears throat> 
Anything else on the glass before we move on? I'm still waiting on version 2.0. Well, for sure. And did you guys see the pictures they were floating around of the the glass? I don't know if it was real or not, but it was glass with a little mono uh, headphone built into it. Is that supposed to no, be the next version, or what is that? That's next? version 2.0. <laughs> is that? <laughs> 1.1? Okay, I'm waiting on version 2.2. 1.01, sure. Yeah. Uh, Google also adding SMS support to Android messaging, and Facebook getting rid of SMS support. Is SMS necessary anymore? I mean, I use it for like all my real life friends that I have their phone numbers, but everybody else I communicate with, and even some of those I have their phone numbers, if they're more on Hangouts or on you know something else or email, even like we just do that because it all goes to your phone or your tablet or whatever. Um, I can I can't say that it's necessary, though it did come in handy for me recently. Um, I was trying to communicate with someone while I was at at the ball game, and you know the signal there gets really jacked up when you have an extra hundred thousand people in town trying to crowd one one tower. Right, that's and, when it comes in. Right, when there's no connectivity for. Yeah, so I kept battling with the data connection, and of course, your battery is just going to drain, and their battery was draining, so we went to SMS, and, you know, I was like, huh, this is like the one time I'm texting this week, you know? But I, part part of me just sees that as being an advantage just for that few seconds, but yeah. outside it, of that... It's nice I mean, having it, and and I don't, really know, I don't really pay attention to, like, you know, the phone plans out there if if they're charging for SMS much very very much, but it's still a nice open standard to use from time to time. But yeah, even I, I don't use it that much. And then again, I, maybe this is just a way for those on the feature phones to be able to join in on the conversation. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, there's so many of these uh, cheaper Android phones out there taking up a lot of the the market share. It's not necessarily a 4.0 and probably still running 2.3. <laughs> yeah. You know. ICS. Most of them are on ICS. So I use SMS still quite a bit, but that's just because data is, you know, spotty and, you know, can be somewhat expensive. Um, One thing that I've noticed, though, one thing I've noticed that's like really uh, kind of surprising to me is that in most of these countries in Asia, people don't use text messaging. They use either Viber or WhatsApp. Like even if you're... You know, even if you have the other person's phone number, you're in the same city, whatever, they're still using WhatsApp or Viber. What's Viber? It's they're both sort of like kind of like Skype hangouts type things where you can you can message somebody back and forth. You can do you can do audio or video um, like chatting with with people. It's real time via data connection via data. Huh? Yeah. And that's the other thing, right? Like if you have data it's best to go that way because it's more real-time than SMS, depending on how many messages are being sent in a given time, they're getting queued. They're not getting there instantaneously. I mean, it's it'll get there eventually, right? And, of and course, it's weird that a lot, of, a lot of these phone companies still charge a premium for text messaging in right. some countries. Well, so I mean, it's cheaper yeah. to go data than it is to text somebody. You know, I got to tell you, this, this makes me think about the BBM news from a week yeah. ago. I don't know about you guys, but I've actually had people say, hey, hit me up on BBM here. You liar. You have never I'm once had serious. anyone never heard ever. anybody say that. Nobody has ever like, said to that to you. Now? Ever. You know, it's, it's, no you know, the first couple of times I'm thinking, all right, somebody has installed the app, and you know a lot of these apps say, hey, you want us to check your other contacts? Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and never, it's like... They never read that shit. Sending read messages out. <laughs> so... So the first time or two, I'm thinking, okay, that's that's all this is. But then I got another one from a person that I know is a developer. They should be up and you know on all of this stuff going on, far as iOS, Android, and whatever other platform. And I'm and I, I hit them back. I said, are you seriously wanting me to get get up with you on B, BBM? Why not just use the regular Hangout or 
hell, just use SMS. Who who really wants to get on BBM? Well, and what was the the one upside was the security. But if they're giving keys away, that's not secure anymore. So what's that's the point? That's not secure. So. There's no point. And if you're using SMS, like we've mentioned, you should just use Tech Secure, tech swap secure. keys, and there you go. Yeah. I, I, or uh, no, another good one, that. we should mention, another good one is called Threema. I've heard it mentioned on Security Now a couple times uh, if you want, like, secure messaging. Threema. Hmm. I have heard of that one. It's got, like, three dots, and, like, one dot is that you've verified the person through a message, or uh, two dots is, like, you, you're positive this person is who they say they are, and then three dots is you've met the person in person, face to face, and you've actually had you've had your phone scan their code and their code, vice versa. So it it gives you these uh, security rating levels depending on who you're messaging and lets you know how secure the the channel is. But again, the other person needs to also be using Threema. So, all right. One thing I'll say about BBM is you know BlackBerry does have have a chance. Like I'm not up to speed on how secure it is as an app, you know, for communication, but. I, I do think that they have a lot of potential to use BlackBerry Messenger, you know, to go in a direction there to, you know, to make a profit similar like, you know, Facebook and what Twitter's uh, trying to do. You know, they have BBM, you know, you go to BBM.com, that brings you to, you know, the BlackBerry website. They could easily retool that to be something along the lines of a social network, you know, very quick and easy one to get to and then link that to this, you know, BlackBerry Messenger program. And, you know, if, if they spend a lot of time and effort and maybe, you know, if they make a profit by selling their hardware division, you know, maybe they can become a legitimate software company, you know, with their messenger. So we'll see. I flushed the toilet on those cats a long time ago. <laughs> that yeah. bad? Yeah. They're done. They're done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Where did they go wrong? Um leadership maybe yeah resting on their laurels also slacking on the playbook sure yep so yeah that's pretty cool i guess as i mean is this uh does this say google voice is going to get get gotten rid of if uh sms gets incorporated into hangouts where i love because it. it's going to verify your number right it already has that option in there and it will only verify itself to a google voice number currently i don't know if that's been updated but i think their key is just to merge everything into the hangouts platform so voice will just be another feature of, of hangouts i don't right. think that like the the functionality of what voice provides will go away just maybe the name voice will just go away like and I can't see that happening because don't some people pay for that service, right? It's not like just a free service. People pay yeah, for some people pay for the international, rights. right? Right. Yeah, so I can't. I don't sense. know. And it's kind of their only. I mean, it's part of what they have to Microsoft Skype and you know Facebook's Skype, I guess, built in or whatever. I, can't I, see I would just. I would be a little concerned, you know, if I'm using one app for all of them, how like. Is it very easy and obvious to know which which number I'm using? Am I using my Google Voice number? Am I using right. my you know my actual phone number? Um, well, that's that, at that I like point, having them separate. Don't they but, at that point just tie it all to a profile? This is all this person, regardless of which mode you're using to communicate with. Yeah, but I, it might you know it might cost you more money um, to to text from one versus the other. So, you know, that's where I think it, it could get a little muddy is, you know, knowing which number you're texting from, confusing them. Like, it's, it's I think it's better to have two separate apps, one that's Google Voice, since there are people that have paid for it, and then one that's Hangouts. Well, well Eric, isn't it ideal if you're going to be texting from your quote-unquote real cell phone number, you should already have a dedicated uh, SMS app on that phone? That's not well, you do, but that's app. what they're talking about getting rid of. They're talking about getting rid of the messaging app. Just the, the stock the little... mess. Right. Yeah. So at that point, no, it's like, oh, so, shit, which one? Do... <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so, so any SMS app is pretty much trying to go bye-bye and then get rolled into Hangouts. That's what you're saying? At least the default one. How it's going to behave with a third party uh, app that you download, let's say, from the Google Play Store? I don't think we know, but... It'd I've, have to still I've work. Been... Like, you'd have to still be able to use Tech Secure or 
you know, hand scent or whatever you want to use. I can't see I would them. think so. Yeah. I don't know. You know, not only that, but then my curiosity is the phone calls. I don't know about you, Eric, but every time I go to actually place a phone call, I have the Google Voice app set to prompt me to choose which number to call from. Man, that guy, I used uh, to use that, and I just oh, said, I can't even do this anymore, and I just let it just just use my number. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Because it's stupid. It's <laughs> no, so annoying when it pops up. It does up. matter for me. Because there's like one time out of ten where I'd be like, oh, yeah, use Google Voice number to call this. And it was like, it's, I don't know. Who cares? See, I'm on the other end of that spectrum. There's a few times when I use my real cell phone number. But, yeah, then, you know, a vast majority of the time I'm using Google Voice. But, you know, I got someone like my dad, for instance. He knows I have two phone numbers, but he will only respect the one in particular that is my real cell phone real number. You know the other I mean? one, he'll just give out to whoever. He'll throw it up in Facebook status updates. Yeah. He don't even and care. And he can go ahead and do that because I love <laughs> that block switch on there. <laughs> <laughs> and, Testing uh, out, making sure it works. Speaking yeah. of this, the stock messenger app, on, on the Moto X, and I know all the other uh, the new droids have this thing. It's called like the Moto Connect or something, where What's it'll that? it'll be it's this browser plugin that'll connect to your phone. So when you're on your laptop or your computer, if your phone gets messages or phone calls, it'll pop up yeah. in this little window. Uh, PDA Net used to do it. If you installed it on your laptop, it would pop up your text messages, and you could just type two of them on the keyboard, and it would send them. But what I found out is that it only works with the stock app. It will not work with TechSecure. It just doesn't see any messages, even if you're logged into TechSecure and the database is unencrypted. It's just blank. Hmm. It does have the calls on there, obviously, because I'm not using like Redphone or anything to encrypt calls. But uh, I don't know. I thought it was it might have been a cool thing, but texting is all I would use it for. And if it's not going to work with TechSecure, I'm not going to stop using encrypted texting just to get that, you know. Speaking of the Moto X, there was a there was an announcement I think this just this past week um, that hundred dollar price drop across the board. You know whether it's on contract or off contract, and that for, Eric, for all the Moto X. Screw you! That happens every time we buy new phones, right? We get them when they first come out, pay the two hundred, three hundred bucks, and then like a month later, they're like, "Ooh, we're slashing prices." Ooh, the early adopter yeah. premium. Yeah, yep, exactly. Through it, exactly. <laughs> I was. It was a public. I was just telling people. No, so that's that way fine. they could go buy it I'll if they want. When it's free, because <laughs> I mean, if you're yeah, if you're right, feeling maybe. irritated about it, no, I'm cool. Take it out on me. I, hey, no, you're fine. It's totally cool. It's totally fine. <laughs> I still sound, have my unlimited plan, like so I don't really fun. give a shit. They also announced. Did you see this? Uh, what's it called? Project Ara. Is that how it's pronounced? Ara. Ara. Erit. Yeah, I've heard it. Ara. Erit. We're going to go with that one. Okay. Uh, it was announced Monday. Combines a smartphone exoskeleton with a variety of hardware modules that can be used to customize the device. This is what we had imagined that the Moto Maker was going to be when they were like, customize your device. Instead of just being like, oh, you can pick a stupid color and put an engravement on the back. We thought it would be like, you know, you could pick your processors and how much memory and storage and radios and whatever. The, that kind of sounds like what this is going to be. Says uh, led by Motorola's Advanced Technology and Projects Group, Project Era is developing a free open hardware platform for creating highly modular smartphones. We want to do for hardware what the Android platform has done for software: create a vibrant third-party developer ecosystem, lower the barriers to entry, increase the pace of innovation, and substantially compress development timelines. That's Paul Aramenko, uh, part of the Project Era team. Pretty cool. Man, my phone has an exoskeleton. I gotta get me that. Right? <laughs> I'm in. Uh the first Nick, contain your excitement, please. <laughs> Eric's down with this. I'm down with I'm, this. I'm I'm totally happy with this. Because then I it just having it modular, it's like, well, you know, shit, I just bought my phone and you know, two months later this much nicer camera comes out. I don't have to trade in my entire phone. Maybe I pay fifty bucks or a hundred bucks, and I get the little camera module, and I just slide it in there. It's like buying more RAM. It's amazing. 
That's what I'm saying, right? Anything on it goes, you can just like swap it out or upgrade it. You think it'll really work that way? I don't know. I I think I mean if if it doesn't then I don't understand the point of it's this. It's gonna just be pick your colors, wooden back, <laughs> get a heart and a kitty, hello oh, kitty face, module. kitty face on the back, and then and that's it. No, I, I don't think it'll be like that. This is the first paper. the first module developers kit is expected by the end of this winter. Uh, there's no official word on what modules will be available, but Aramanko said they could include application processors, displays, keyboards, battery, or pulse oximeter. A piece of hardware used to measure the oxygenation of a person's blood. Collect them all. That's right. Measuring your blood. Well, and I, honestly, the cool thing about this, too, is you could even do this with, with the screen. Like, if you're like, oh, I want a better screen, then you just take all your, you take off all your little pieces and you <laughs> pop them back into a new screen. Well, and not even that. Just imagine how many, when people break their phones, what's the thing that breaks on them? It's the screen. The screen. The screen, right? Mm-hmm. There you go. And just swap the screen out. Problem solved. They're, I mean, granted, they're gonna. These phones are gonna look weird. And they already look weird. <laughs> they're this gonna is look like, like Legos. <laughs> it's gonna be Lego phone. <laughs> Jesus, it's it. Everything looks like a Windows phone. It's like that same aesthetic. Live tiles and real tiles. Yeah. Oh my! I God. have one friend in real life that actually has a Windows phone. The kid that does the jam hole with us, Robbie. He's got a Windows phone. I was messing with it when he was here on Friday, and it's. For what it is, like it's all right. The Nokia hardware was decent. Bad, it's not that bad. It's not that great, and I'm not anywhere near that ecosystem. But if I was, I'd be. If I had a Zune and I was like diehard Zune, Zuni, you know, I'd be happy to use that phone. To give it credit, it's actually a smooth running OS. Yeah. On some I was impressed. Phones. Like the tiles are all like wiggly and shit. Uh, it was cool. Yeah. I'm holding my original Zune right now. <laughs> Stroking it <laughs> lovingly. This was, this I love this. PG. <laughs> mm, uh, we always had, when, when we first started that podcast, there was always a kid that was like, why aren't you guys in the Zune marketplace? And he was like the one kid that just, he loved his Zune. And he, he would try and get podcasts into it so that he could listen to them on his Zune because he was that into it. Like, like everything Microsoft touches, they destroyed soon. <laughs> Just like Skype. Weird, huh? Check Put, out the Google Plus feed. Putting back doors in all our shits. Now we're full circle. <laughs> nice. Nice, Eric. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. This, like on the Oppo Pioneer program, they're going to start recruiting Motorola Will. They're called ERA, 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 ERA Scouts over the next few months. They'll help decide the future direction of the project. So we should, like, get in there and help them not completely F this up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thumbs up. Uh, it's been working on the idea for around a year with the help from Phone Blocks, a company that's already making a modular phone that probably looks like Legos. Uh, Project Aret follows in the footsteps of the Moto X, launched earlier this year, kind of. When Motorola debuted the device, it talked up the phone's hardware customization options to would-be smartphone buyers. But it's just colors. Oh, and memory. Unless you're on Verizon. (laughs) 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 Which I should mention, we did. Thank you, oh gracious Verizon, for giving us our camera update three months after everyone else got it. That's cool. I'll wait. Not in a hurry. It does. It shoots much smoother now, much faster. So... I put it a few auto awesome. Could have had a up. Nexus device. Yeah, shut up, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I have this. I I love this phone. I put some auto awesomes up from uh, we were welding my truck because <laughs> part of it was falling apart, <laughs> and uh, the sparks were going up. I was like, oh, that'd make a cool auto awesome. So I snapped a few pictures, and it totally made like de- decent job. Google getting pretty good, pretty good at Do you, that. You still have your sight. What? Did were you, you were do you still have your sight? Were you wearing like goggles or something while you were auto awesoming this? Not at all. <laughs> or were you just I wasn't staring looking right at, at, the, the, right at the, the light while Perfect. he was welding. I turned my head. No potato juice needed. That's <laughs> okay. <laughs> totally cool. I've done this before. Uh we should talk about this. This is kinda cool. Cyanogen mod coming out with community and pro editions. 
I don't have a cyanogen mod device anymore. I'm kind of bummed. My Galaxy Nexus is sleeping up there with the stack but of other could. dead phones. I could. I'll wait for when they come out with a Moto X version. <laughs> I finally put CEM back they do on have my one. phone. Is there week. one out? There wasn't one last time I looked, and I haven't looked since because the phone just runs awesome. What phone do you have, Ant? Like what model, etc.? GNX Verizon version. Got it. Yeah. But I finally put the uh, 10.2 nightlies on last, uh, last week. And, of course, the first run had issues. Um, so Nuh-uh. No way. Yeah. So really? I ended up having to um, to wipe it um, because yeah. I still had the, the corporate security on it. And it wouldn't let me get past the decryption, so I just went in and fast boot and totally wiped it and flashed a stock image back to it and finally got it squared away by about Sunday. It's a good thing I didn't really need a phone because I was playing golf all weekend. Right, right. You always do that, right? You root and rom on a Friday. If it's your daily yeah. driver, if it's your only phone, do that shit on a Friday. That's it. You do not want to be at work all day like setting that back up. <laughs> no doubt, but and, but the thing is, is, this is this nightly is much better than my first go around trying ten point two nightly because it it was it was horrendous the first time several months ago trying to run it. I would I would get it installed and and I had it off within the hour, wasn't going back. You know, this is much better. This is crazy. Eric's right. It says that for the Moto X, certain unlocked versions, uh, there's CM nightlies. That's awesome. This just came out the 29th. That's tonight. So what are you going to do? Is the boot the bootloader is not locked? It's not unlocked on your phone. I'm right? pretty sure this is all completely locked. <laughs> but yeah. I I have seen unlocks for it. I just haven't had a a reason to yet. Okay. This might be a reason. I don't know. I'm kind of digging the stock tuned. experience, and I might wait for stable because the nightlies are always kind of hit and miss. And that's the thing, even with my Galaxy Nexus, and I guess because it's an old device, the stables of CyanGen are for, um, are just CM10. I mean, 10.1, sorry. Yeah. It should take a while, right, to get to the stable? I mean, for how we're on RCs for the longest time. Yeah, and I think M. it's more of a... I was using the M versions before that. Oh, that's right, you were. Yeah. Wasn't those supposed to be a little more stable? They were, actually. They yeah. they definitely were. So, uh, But yeah, the team said that there are currently 8,200,000 active CM users, and those registered 38 million downloads for over 100 devices, with over 3,000 contributors helping out with development. Uh, it'll be in two flavors, including community and pro editions, uh, which is kind of weird. Uh, they say that uh, the community edition is probably the one you're using today. Uh, therefore, advanced and hardcore Android users will want to install community edition. The pro edition is for beginners that don't want to or don't know how to install the CyanogenMod ROM on their handsets, but would certainly use its features. The pro name usually implies that such a software version would cost money or would offer features for pro users, but that's not what's happening with this ROM version. Uh, they say the pro version will do is offer a hassle-free way for users curious to experiment with CyanogenMod, but not curious enough to go through all the necessary and sometimes tedious steps to get it. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard that they've been trying to come up with a more generic installer that'll work you know, for a variety of phones. Yeah, that, they were testing cool. out that that installer. If you are if you follow Kush or uh, Steve Connick, I think on Google Plus, they were passing out uh, invites for it. And they say, in addition to introducing these two new ROM versions, the team also mentioned uh, some new features: possibility of finding and remotely wiping handsets, uh, full device management powers, backups, cross-device sync, secure storage. Uh, stuff like that. They'll have universal screencasting from Kush's work on the Chromecast AirPlay Wi-Fi display work stuff he was doing. That's pretty cool. Uh, live folders, recent conversations, themes, Gallery++, Launcher++. And then uh, 
yeah, Eric, are you back with us? Kind of. Yep, I am. <laughs> kind of, sort of. Hey, uh, you signed up for the Oppo N1 Pioneer thing. Did you get in? Are you a Pioneer? Nope. All right. Nope, not a Pioneer. <laughs> not a Pioneer. I'm bummed about it. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Uh, we were talking about the two, uh, the Science Yeah, Mark they, community. I, I don't understand why they only had 10. No, Eric, this is terrible. Try again. Did you just hang up on him? I did. (laughs) (laughs) He needed to reestablish that connection. I'm sorry. I was just going to force it. Uh, But yeah, the Oppo N1 will be the first Android handset that will ship with a pre-installed version of CyanogenMod. And according to the presentation, the phone is coming in late November. So, Safa Android Authority. We'll put links to it in the show notes at tagoftheandroids.com. Pretty cool. That Oppo N1 looked cool. I don't know. I was down with that phone, but... Of course, Verizon won't ever see it. So, yeah. Well, I still hope they come up with like a five-inch uh, screen model, like the next generation of right. the Find Five. I mean, I think, uh, just to be honest, I think if they came out with that instead of this N1, they would have done better in terms of like. It, it seemed like everyone did a collective well when they announced N1. You know, so I think they could have maybe had a different product and maybe got a little better response. We'll just say I just got a message from Eric. He's not thrilled with Microsoft right now. <laughs> not a lot we'll of people are. Just leave it are. at that. All right. Not uh, exclusive club. Did you guys see the Mad Cat Strike keyboard? That's kind of cool. Uh, I just saw that. I'm, I'm kind of get that. I'm bummed. I already got this. I got this Logitech keyboard for my tablet now because I was sick of waiting for the uh, any kind of actual Nexus keyboard for it so you know and then yeah you got you have that one with the touchpad that's cool i, I should have got one with a touchpad but this one's nice and portable um but yeah this is more of a gaming uh keyboard designed for like i don't know mmorpgs where you have a lot of uh keys assigned to stuff and it's hard to play on just a tablet so you'd have your your keyboard and and whatnot um I don't know. I haven't quite like I have first person shooters. That I was thinking of using, you know, the WASD because that's always yeah. better. But that only works if you have a mouse and I don't have a mouse for the tablet. So it'd be weird moving on the keyboard yeah. and then tapping to fire when it's just as easy to move on the tablet. Like they've made those controls for uh, I've been playing Dead Trigger 2 and uh, a couple other games that are like that. And it's like it's it's just fine the way they set up the controls. You don't really need it. Uh, but this is kind of cool. It's all, it looks like a Mad Cat's, you know, it's all cool and colorful and, like, gamey. <laughs> it's all gamey. <laughs> It'll pair via NFC or Bluetooth, uh, so it's oh, kind of cool. Nice. A rechargeable lithium-ion battery and what Mad Cat's calls an optical finger navigation sensor. Uh, dedicated media buttons, it's backlit, and can support macro commands. Available in black, white, or red. I wonder what the pricing is going to be for it. Yeah, not sure. They said a vague holiday 2013 release time frame. No price. I ain't giving Mad Cats anything for this. No? You don't, you don't think it's cool? I've had nothing but issues with Mad Cats problems over the years. Oh, really? See, I haven't... I haven't really had anything of theirs. The the old USB like PlayStation Two style controller. I think I have one of those around here somewhere. But... Yeah, Mad Cats has been for me the LG of accessories over the years. Ah, you know? okay. Stuff the stuff looks good and 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 it sounds great in the packaging and whatnot. But as soon as you put it out into the real world, you you're ready to to punt it through a window or some crap, you know. Eric just sent me a picture of his middle finger and the Microsoft blue screen of death <laughs> on his screen. <laughs> yeah, baby. Ah, that's so funny. Poor Eric. Uh, all right. What else should we talk about? Anything else uh, before we do app picks? The latest Shield OTA. That's kind of cool. 4.3 yeah, actually, on the yeah, Shield. Yeah, for that, they're actually getting updated to Android 4.3 on the Shield and... Uh, they actually have. I'm not too sure the console mode. Console mode, but from what I've seen, the button map, the button mapping software allows you to map on screen 
pretty much any of the on-screen controls to the buttons on there, making it a lot more playable. So if anyone does have an NVIDIA Shield, this is definitely the update to get. That's crazy that the Shield is getting Android 4.3 before my Moto X is, but that's fine, Verizon. That's totally yeah. fine. Eric, are you back with us? What's up, man? Sure, I'm back for now. <laughs> for now. Poor Eric. Uh, latest Shield, Eric, getting 4.3. Pretty awesome. Yeah, and that with that, there isn't the PC game streaming, isn't that out of beta now? Yeah. With that update? See, that's just cool. If I had If I had a gaming rig, I would be all over this NVIDIA Shield. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Game stream. And, uh, is that what it's yeah. called? The game stream? No, it's I forget the I forget their their name for it, but you know for for the listeners that might not know what I'm talking about, it's the ability to um to have your desktop computer um if you have a game if you're running a like a particular uh line of NVIDIA graphics cards, uh you can take a game that's installed on your computer and have have the computer do all the hard work and just stream it across your uh, uh, your home network to con- your device. Console mode. Console mode. Nice. Is that what it's called? I believe so. Makes for a better experience when Shield is connected to a TV via Bluetooth or whatever. Yeah. So if you're you know, if your family life is kind of like mine, where the wife or the girlfriend or significant other gets pissed off if you're just playing games all the time. You can sit with you can sit with said person on the couch, play your little game on the shield, and it's still considered couple time. Nice. It's a good so workaround. You go. Good workaround. <laughs> That's crazy. It'll stream to your TV at full 1080p. Full on 1080p. Yeah, I think your like your home network needs to be needs to be i i think at least like uh n like wireless n standard um i don't know if the nvidia shield supports ac like the new the new wireless standard or not but i believe it, does, it to it do 1080p not, it has uh, to be n yeah it, it is in i've seen one video review where the person was saying that with the g router as long as he was basically next <laughs> or really close to the g uh, router that it would work but if you got more than like 20 feet away, it, it got integrated pretty badly. I like yeah, this. I, I like on. in the article, uh, it says, During my testing, <clears throat> I found console mode to work pretty well, though there are occasions in certain games when touching the screen is a must, something that's impossible when using console mode. Otherwise, it worked like a champ. Pair this with GamePad Mapper, and you have thousands of Android games on your TV, and this time it's done correctly. Sorry, ooh yeah. Ooh, oh. Ooh, snap. <laughs> Damn. Taking shots. Although the shield has much better processing than what the Ouya's got in it, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, this is full, Why like, NVIDIA. Yeah. Tegra. It's Tigra 3 versus Tigra 4, basically, right? Right, right. Pretty cool, though. I kind of want one. I don't know. I kind of well, just play check. games on my Nexus 10, though, so I don't I don't know. I, I have a feeling that with... With the new consoles like the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, that you might see some of these getting sold, like on Craigslist. Yeah, people trying to raise money. Right. Maybe there's a deal out there for you. There's always a deal out there for you. Uh, we should mention before we do app picks, and if you're on the Attack the Androids Google Plus community, our friend Michael Olson, he has some invites for Aviate. If anybody wants one. Uh, I looked it. What it's just like a launcher, right? It's a new launcher home screen type of thing. Yeah, and it seems to want to do what Chameleon uh, was trying to do, which is um, to to figure out. I think this does it. Like the example they gave was by time of day. So right. to change your launcher throughout the day. So I have a morning launcher, maybe. Maybe you're, you read the news as part of your morning routine, so it'll put news feeds up there. And then the afternoon, maybe you work out, so it puts your music widgets up there. So it changes as, as things around you change. In the morning, it knows when I take a poop, I like to read Flipboard and play Angry Birds. 
It does. And that tells you to wash your hands. like a hell of a life right there. I'm just saying, like, it's... That's kind of... I mean, is that... Are, are we down with dedicating process cycles to having our phone try and figure out what apps we want given a, a time of day or a location or something? I don't see anything wrong with that, Matt, considering, heck, freaking Angry Birds has changed the way everybody poops. So it's <laughs> a good point. I see people going in there with the tablet. Like, why are you bringing a tablet in the bathroom? Mind your own business. Mind your damn business. Because <laughs> my eyes is time. bad and I can't see the phone. <laughs> awesome. All right, uh, let's do some app picks and get out of here. Uh, Eric, since your connection's going to die any sec, give us an app pick. Uh, my app pick is Mosaica. And this this is a point and tap adventure game, not point and click. Um, it's from Fire Maple Games, which they've done two games uh, previously that I've also used as app picks because I, I love this company. They do really, really fun games. Uh, it's 99 cents, and, you know, it's... It's one of those things I think that yeah, I was really, really sick last week, so I I believe that I was able to knock everything out in the game in about three, four hours. Um but it's it was a lot of fun. Um and some of the puzzles are really difficult. Uh they've introduced sort of like a hint mode into this one. I don't remember that being in the previous ones. So that if you really, really get stuck, it might save you time of scouring the internet trying to find tips. Um, but uh, it's a really great game, and I would recommend it. Mosaic. Yeah, it looks nice from what I've seen. Nice. Uh, Nick, give us an app pick. That okay. was going to be my uh, app pick next we week. We basically discussed this uh, <laughs> last week on Yats, but a uh, new game came out called uh, Dead Trigger 2 by Metfinger Games. If you haven't played uh, Dead Trigger 1, uh, don't bother. <laughs> Play the second one. That's what you want to do. <laughs> Play the second one. The graphics are great. It has like an introductory mode that allowed, that basically shows you what to do, how to play. And ironically, or not ironically, can't think of the right adjective or adverb here, but it's got like an aimbot type mode where if you're just looking at a zombie, it starts shooting for you. So if you're not terribly good at playing games, you can use that mode, or you can default out of that to where you you know shoot whatever. I gotta say, the game plays for you. Coming That's from. Great. Dead Trigger 1 and starting Dead Trigger 2 and being like, I hope you can change this. Because having it just auto-blaze, it wastes so much ammo. And in this one, it's a little harder. than I mean, if you've, if you've played yeah. the first one, like, ammo was pretty much freaking everywhere. But in this one, you run out, you sometimes got to break out the wrench. You got to <laughs> go bash yeah. some zombies, you know? What, what are the criticism, criticisms I have about the game? And it's really one of only two that I have is, one, you can't, you cannot invert the mode when you're playing it on the, on the screen. So for me, I'm I'm fine if I'm just walking forward, but if I want to look around at all, nah. it's, it's a little disorienting. So I can't do that. But if you get like a little micro playpad or Moto controller or any other Bluetooth controller, you can within the game. It's supported. Choose whatever buttons you want to use for whichever functions. Map it to it and. The game just transforms itself, in my opinion, to an even more playable game if you use a uh, controller like this. And it's just well done. The graphics are great. It's intelligently thought out. So, we can do uh, if, if if we want to do like a full on review uh, of it next week. But I I did like the the added mechanics of the game that you have these three or four different people that build and yeah. get upgraded and produce different items or weapons or whatever in the game. Like, I kind of like that aspect that they added. I'm. It's weird that, I mean, it's a new money-making thing for them because yeah. uh, instead of just getting a new gun because you have enough money for it, now you have to wait for the person to produce the weapon or yeah. you can spend the G money and get it done right now, but that's going to yeah. cost you real money, so... I, yeah, I, I would mean, say it's a very, very highly evolved freemium game. Yeah, it's, definitely. It's very well thought out. And you can get, I mean, I haven't, I'd, I'd try and make it a point not to pay for anything uh, in-game like that. I just try and beat the game, you know, as yeah. is. Same with Death Dome was the same way. Like, it's so tempting to just buy the biggest weapon and just blaze through it. But, like, it's kind of pointless, you know? Uh, and the, yeah, it's it's I I like it because they you can get far in the game without spending any money and just you know getting good at the game. So yep, cool app pick for sure. Dead Trigger Two. 
Uh, Ant, you got an app pick for us? I don't have an app pick, but I have an app complaint. Cool. That'll Uh-oh. work. That's just good. Is uh, this a better or worse? We haven't done one of those in a while. What, what's the app? On an app? It's 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 going to be worse. Okay. Because, um, as you know, Mr. Lee, I try to uh, send donations for hosting our wonderful podcast that uh-huh. you host over feeds, right? And sometimes PayPal doesn't want to let you do that. And you know, um, what month are we in? This this has been probably two, three months by now. Yeah, right? I remember that because you posted a tweet about it and got a response, didn't you, from the PayPal tweet bot or or whatever? Yeah, and that and was still, at least two and a half, three months ago. Yeah, and still no real fix on this. And thing, it, it's so, random. Um, it like it sometimes it's fine, and sometimes it's not so fine. That's weird. This thing has updated. This app, is, this app has updated, and it gives you this brand-new, pretty-looking feel and so forth. You know what? And, uh, it updated, and now it looks exactly like Google Wallet, and I don't Wallet. like yes. it. I like where it was before this update. I, I'm going to have know. to say worse also. I agree with you. PayPal. Gets so what, what's the problem that, that you're having with it, though? He can't send me damn money. money. He can't send me money. It's the damn problem. It it bombs every single time, and I want to send folks money for you know, like I said, I want to contribute to the server fees here to keep our show up and running. This is expensive. I go to send to... money, it's like, uh, no, <laughs> it's not gonna. Happen. So then he has to send it through Gmail, and then of course I can't just put it from there into my bank account, so I end up just buying apps and books and crap with it, and it doesn't. <laughs> anyway, that's cool. I mean, this app—it's pretty. It 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 it. Once you get used to cars. where everything is, because if you've been like I used to use the old version of the app all the time. So if you get used to where everything is, and then they change it like that, it's a drastic change. And you're like, where the hell? I just want to see I mean, how much damn money is in my PayPal account. I mean, this thing definitely has that whole jelly bean looking feel. Yeah, to yeah. It, with it looks just gestures. like Google Wallet. I mean, yeah, it's almost exactly the same. Very smooth and so forth, but yeah, when I go to try to to pay somebody, yeah, that would be no. So Ant's yet. app pick is the old version of the PayPal app. About three versions of God. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like exactly. Awesome. All right. Uh, I got an app pick. It's an old school computer game we all know and love, and his name is Max Payne. I beat this game on the computer. I don't know how many years ago. But it was such a fun game, and the story was cool, and it was the first game that did bullet time and did it really well. So you could actually, you get running, and you jump, and you hit bullet time, and you dive out, and you're like, psh, 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 psh. so good. I love it. And they converted the controls. Everything looks beautiful on the Nexus 10 tablet. Uh, so yeah, check it out. Max Payne. I think it was like 99 cents, which is awesome, considering it used to be a computer game that cost like $30 or free if you got the reloaded version. Um, and yeah, and I would imagine Max Payne 2, maybe we'll be seeing that uh, as well. So check it out in the Play Store. We'll put links to it, as always, in the show notes at a tag of the androids.com. Eric, what's our email address if you have enough bandwidth? Matt, our email address is show at attackoftheandroids.com. <laughs> Fantastic. Make sure you subscribe to the show on iTunes, uh, rate and review us. we got a Google Plus community that we always post uh, articles and talk poop in. It's a fun fun place i enjoy it and now you can find and us what's at the address for that google.com slash plus sign attack of the androids <laughs> not as smooth uh, not as smooth definitely not aunt pruitt thanks for out. joining us we'll see you tomorrow evening on yet and thursday on the point and shoot smartphone photographer hangout for sure you got any articles coming up soon Anything you um, want to plug? Yes, beware, because we're getting ready to approach uh, National um, Computer Security Day. Oh, nice. In November. What, what day is and, that? Um, oh, it's just November, the whole month? Yeah. And I just go over some standard tips and tricks that the common geek knows, but not the common geek. I would like uh, to add a part in that about CryptoLocker and why you shouldn't ever click on links in emails. <laughs> <laughs> oh joy oh joy because once you get your crap encrypted you're not getting that back unless you pay them like they implemented that well i i have a pitch in for an article about that and 
the crypto and all that. But uh, yeah, okay. Nick Carroll, you got uh, anything? Anything you want to mention? No, just just this, and sometimes I'm on yes. That's <laughs> right. All right. Uh, if I could jump in on the National Security Day, uh, so me and friend of the show Sherwin Williams um, are actually going to be sending out USB sticks to uh, our biggest fans. So look out for those. And we'll and, also uh, put have them into your computer as soon as possible. We'll also have QR codes up on the site that you can feel oh, free to scan. Boy. I shouldn't say that because I actually do have QR codes I made for the the jam hole. That if you scan it with the phone, it'll open up my music and Google uh, Play Music. And then there's another one that will donate like a dollar through PayPal if you scan. <laughs> so click on those because those are legit. But don't don't insert there you go, and don't insert thumb QR drives code. that Eric gives you. Don't ever insert thumb drives that Eric gives you. Ever. Just keep scanning the QR code over and over again. There's your donation. Yeah. Awesome. All right. AttackTheAndroids.com. That's our site. Check it out. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow night for Yats and, of course, Thursday. Four point and shoot. Uh, have a good night. Bye. Peace. Later. It's a tag. Thanks for listening to Attack of the Androids. Attack of the Androids.com.